Hi there, and welcome to this special holiday bonus episode. It seemed only fitting to make a compilation of all of the wishes from the guests of the podcast and present them as a bonus episode as we are going into the holidays. I will be taking a three-week break and will be back in January with new episodes. It has been a really great year. The podcast went far better than I expected. I've had some really great conversations with some really amazing guests. And you, dear listeners, have been very, very supportive. We're already more than 1,000 streams on the podcast, which is insane for me. And I'm very happy that you find it interesting and tune in to listen to it every week. Now there's also a rating system on Spotify, and I would really appreciate it if you would rate the podcast with a five-star review or on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Before we go into this bonus episode, I would like to draw your attention to a very special gift card which I created and you can find on my website at www.gennadierotari.com slash gift card. So if you're still looking for a Christmas present for a friend or a family member who is passionate about accordion or maybe in need of a professional advice for studies or for a career in general for musicians, head on to this page. You will find the link in the description of this episode and you can get this very special gift for your friends or family members. Thank you again for this amazing year together and I'm looking forward to seeing and connecting with you next year. One thing that I didn't didn't do in my time, and that I know that it's very difficult for studies time, but many times the difference between some students and others, the big difference is how how much curious they are. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, in my opinion, this is very interesting. So try to have a very open mind and try to understand the accordion from many sides. I love Russian music. I like Harpat and Sweet of Subitsky. I like, um, I don't know, Solotary of Kusyakov, but I love very much Lieber or Jesus Torres or Bach or Bingo Globokar or Holsky or I don't know, many, Kaleviajo or Berio. It's a, <laughs> incredible. If we really can't appreciate that music, maybe we have to do something to appreciate. It's, it's in my opinion, nothing it's give or mm-hmm. to have without work. We have to work and we have to try to appreciate and understand why, why it doesn't work to me. I know Barry is a very good composer. Maybe I can play in other way that I have listened it, or maybe, I need to listen another version or just read the score and enjoy it or listen another kind of music of Berio, but not for accordion to understand where it's coming from mm-hmm. where. So we have to try to change and change our point of view of composers, of accordion, of teaching, of whatever, to try to find what, what really would we want. And we want and where to try to find our motivation. And this is one kind of engine that it has to be inside of us. Try mm-hmm. to find this way of enjoying. We cannot just make music. We have to love music. We have to need to make music because we want to play something. 
And to really enjoy playing something, we have to find it, find the score, find the composer. And we cannot only enjoy with one steel from one age. <laughs> there are many great yeah. systems in every ages. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, this is the lovely, really way of music. It's, it's incredible nice to do that. Mm -hmm. So keep an open mind, keep curious, have this uh, desire to discover, to go, to listen, to learn, to have this engine, as you say, of motivation that will regenerate itself and want to make you go back and play music and discover new things and try out new things and do stuff. You got really tough questions, do you? <laughs> I think they're kind of stimulating also to think about not the normal type of questions, you know, but yeah, may, maybe I'm just ringing my own bell, but anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but that's a, that's a great, that's a great question. I guess what I would like to say is just, I would say that don't worry, things will, things will be all right. Things will happen. Just do what you focus on, focus on the thing that the things that matter. I feel like we, really know the things that matter but then we get confused and focus on the wrong things although we actually knew what we were supposed to focus on some concrete examples maybe <laughs> no but like i don't know what are the right things and what are you in your opinion the wrong things the right things are playing the accordion <laughs> very exhaustive as an answer but uh just sitting music. down and, and and playing that Do, doing the things that you're interested in because those are the things that are gonna be the things that you will be doing like going for something like like sort of being in a situation where you're like like okay i'm i'm doing this and it's fine but it's not the thing that i want to do that's not optimal at least when we're young we should like we should do the things that we're really interested in because those are the things that we have most input for. Like those mm -hmm. are the things that we actually can use all our potential and our energy. And that's, those are the things that are going to be meaningful. Mm -hmm. Do you think even if these meaningful things are outside of the realm of accordion and music? Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I feel like, like there's, <laughs> There's no other good reasons to become a musician than the need to be a musician or the need, need to play music and, and a situation where there's nothing else that you can see yourself doing than doing that. Because music is not so, you probably won't get rich or you probably won't have a very predictable, steady life. It's, it's, it's a tough route, I think to take it's a tough gig and yeah i mean if you're in it for money you know the probabilities of as you're saying becoming rich are it is possible but the mm. probabilities are very very low so um exactly unless, and then it's also like in even within music like like if you're trying to find the gigs that make you the most money in music that that's sort of like weird then you shouldn't be in music then you should be in business there's e much easier ways to make money than make so-called easy money in music. Like the easy mm -hmm. money doesn't exist. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's all hard work. And in the end, I mean, us being paid for the gigs that we're doing, it's not only that half an hour or one hour that you're on stage, 
it's the entire work, not only the preparation to that concert, but it's also the input and the hundreds and thousands of hours of work that you've been doing building up to that point, right? Exactly. So it's such a huge investment of time that, you know, we sat in our room and we practiced five, six, seven hours a day. We invested our time into that. So, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it is fair that we are paid and I think that we're paid far too less as we should actually deserve for the quality and the amount of time that we put into our art but yeah and somehow it's still worth it it is it is I mean when you go on on stage and you connect with whatever that part is inside us that brings the music out and, and makes it flow out of you into the audience and then that energy that comes back to you with an applause that's priceless that's really that, that feeling that you you really have to love that and you really mm-hmm. need as you're saying you, you really have the need to be doing that otherwise you could really go and do something you're passionate about and mm-hmm. not 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 be a musician I mean, there's really lots of things and lots of passions in the world. And the toughest part I find is finding what your passion is and staying mm-hmm. on that path and pursuing your your desire to become and do what you're meant to do. Yeah, I, totally I don't know agree. if it makes sense, but uh, <laughs> in my head, it, it can't make sense. It does. <laughs> well, I would say to all, all, all young accordionists and all accordionists, maybe, or, or all musicians that like what would be important. Like listening to music, I think that's like super important. That you go to concerts, you listen a lot to, a lot of music and you know the repertoire, you know the accordion repertoire, which I think it's like must for every accordionist. That's like the basic level. But then in addition to that, you should like really like all the operas and and string quartets, orchestras, and so on. Just go to concerts and hear a lot of good music. I think that's like the biggest thing as a music, like like musical advice. And of course, mm-hmm. but I think like like many people are doing that. Many people are like skipping concerts and practicing. Maybe sometimes it's good to practice two hour, hours less and go to a concert. Yeah, I think, would you say that, you know, this is one of the, schools of actually becoming a better musician going and hearing and absorbing analyzing thinking also trying to understand what you can learn from an orchestral performance because i think many times the problem is you know with not not only with accordionists but with musicians in general they only go kind of to listen to their own instrument concerts right so accordionists go to accordionists pianists go to pianists hopefully not to comment on how the performance was or how the accordion is played or you know whoever but i think it's useful also to hear the other instruments so as an accordionist you would go to listen to a trio a classical trio and there's really plenty to learn there yeah exactly exactly like all, all genres of music all genres inside classical music and and so on. I think it's like e- extremely important. It's and it's a lot of fun to go to a symphony orchestra concert or a string quartet or whatever. 
and maybe you don't learn like something that okay now I heard this and now I, I can do this thing with accordion but you learn so much like like passive things also mm -hmm. it's as you were saying like when you did your conducting degree and studied conducting you immediately decompose and see how the, the things work right so it's probably the same when you go and listen and hear in some unconscious way you're still gonna kind of absorb stuff right and then when you try it out something remains there and it will be there when you're practicing or playing or performing yeah so, exactly you get like this this sense of different styles maybe you have never played i don't know like some uh, waltzes from vienna but you have heard them so many times that you immediately know that okay it's some something like this mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah definitely no it's very good advice i think especially in the era where we have like tons of music available online it's also very easy to get lost and say you know what now this is too much and actually maybe choosing and going now that it's possible <laughs> now that everything is open to go to a live concert enjoy these concerts yeah. right so only if you live in some place where you don't have concerts in a radius of like 300 kilometers from you then listening to online concerts is allowed so listeners head on to the to your local concert hall see what's on and get the ticket and go and listen to some great music because it's important useful and also make you make connections right like you go and meet people as you were saying like i know that in finland in helsinki there's this famous bar where all of the musicians go after the concerts, right? And it's, I don't remember who told me about it, but it's the bar. Why is it the bar for musicians? Because there's no music, it's only yeah. silence. So you can talk, you know? So it's finally like you played the concert and now you can actually be in silence or whatever, like socialize. One of the hardest questions, these kind of questions. Um, I was asking that myself today in the morning. That's why I decided to ask you as well. Okay. I, I will want to know what uh, kind of thoughts you came to, uh, but I'll try to answer first so that I don't copy yours. So they have time to think. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing is, I have had quite a few young uh, accordionists come to me and say oh I want to be just like you and my first and uh, definitive answer to them is no you will never be like me because you are you and you have to follow your own so I think that would be the advice um, nothing to do with me but just like how important it is to find your own and it is really hard. It's not just like, oh, I'm gonna find myself today. It's not happening like this. You have to answer millions of questions to yourself. Some people are clearer with what they want to do. And um, because of, I don't know, circumstances or impulsive uh, teachers who, you know, put the direction on them and they, they believe that it's it. But I was lucky enough, in, even in the past few weeks, I had conversations with a few accordionists around the world, and they, they wanted my 
advice and consultation on things and i was so happy to see that they they come to me for this kind of encouragement knowing that they they have an idea but i guess they are not brave enough yet to follow it so they they see mm -hmm. for that encouragement and i'm more than happy then to to provide that because this is what i believe in mostly is that you have to be yourself fully and as i said it is not the easiest task but i think the only way to to really be a successful and a happy musician yeah, definitely. The the personal realization as as a musician, aside from you know, you need to be true to yourself and say that's what I do, that's what I am, and I'm happy with what I'm doing and where I'm going. Which is not easy because there's going to be lots of doubts, lots of deviations on the path. But yeah, as long as you stay true to yourself. Nobody's gonna come and say, ah, it's just another Vivaldi. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what uh, what your thoughts on that? Well, something similar along the lines of you said, like be true to yourself, but also um, last year I've been doing this course called Be Your Own Manager, um, done by an ex-CEO of Vienna Concert House, Bernhard Keres. He's also doing this series of webinars that started uh, when the pandemic started. And it was an eye-opening experience. Also because when we study, I don't know how it was the Royal Academy for you, but when we studied, when I studied at my academy and when I went also to Helsinki, for example, and so on, there was not a single subject that treated the business and the industry of being a musician because you might be the most genius musician out there but if you don't know at least the basic inner workings of how to move onwards from there it will be very tough it will be a frustrating path and so on so one of the advices that i would give a 15 year old myself would be try to learn as much as possible about these behind the curtains moments of how things work because that would spare you a lot of time a lot of doubts a lot of frustrations and it will also get you into the desired direction faster so that yeah. would be an extra thing which i would add very nice advice i think uh, extremely valuable and important in terms of music i i would probably have said don't worry too much but on the other hand, I I know that the sort of the worry that I've had as a as as a you know companion for since forever basically about it has been a tremendous driving force as well. So mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't advise myself to just you know be completely careless about uh you know thinking of the future and thinking about what you know to be starting up projects uh sort of you know being this entrepreneur that that basically we all have to be to make a career or to sort of put together yeah a, a, a life that that functions you know with all the different mm -hmm. types of projects and activities that that is is and can be part of it yeah i 
I'd probably say don't forget to enjoy it. <laughs> and that's very important, a very important advice, because yeah. at, at times I think for many of us, especially during study years, yeah. it feels kind of like a torture and you're really considering like, what am I doing yeah. here? Like, why, why am I sitting here for six hours in this mm. room alone doing this? But if, you know, musically speaking, I would probably, I would really say, don't forget, actually, don't forget to enjoy and remember why you're doing it. Also, when you go on stage and, you know, if, if you have problems with uh, concert uh, anxiety and all that, and you don't feel that you can ever enjoy, then, then that's where you should, you know, put some, some effort and then, then you know don't don't forget what this music about it you know if you think if 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 the six hours of practicing becomes a purely technical torture then then where is the music you know so yeah. don't forget that music is this tremendous communicating power that just uh yeah creates Other so many fantastic experiences for both ourselves as musicians and hopefully also for the audience. Per me la cosa importante è di trovare la sua voce, di poter esprimersi e soprattutto di, di appassionarsi per qualcosa. E, e se sei appassionato in qualcosa perché hai scoperto, perché proprio ti affascina, ehm, puoi andare a rovinare tutte le mure che vedi, tutte, puoi rovinare tutto sul tuo passaggio, nel senso eh, basta, passi in questa strada perché proprio è la tua strada. E magari so, eh, questo è il consiglio anche che do ai miei allievi, è che cercate, siete curiosi, ehm, Um, come dire, prendete tempo a scoprire spartiti tutto il mondo della musica, ma non solamente, anche della vita, infatti, perché fare dieci ore di psarmonica, ok, serve, però <ride> eh, puoi anche andare al museo o vedere un film, non lo so, eh, ma sempre, semplicemente di, come dire, di, di approfittare della vita, perché ogni giorno si può, tutto si può chiudere in due minuti nella vita, ma solamente di essere felice in quello che abbiamo già e di cercare sempre a trovare il migliore e di trovare, di avere quando hai un talento proprio di, di come dire, eh, di coltivare questo talento, perché quando abbiamo uno talento, per me è importante di fare qualcosa con questo talento. Anche se per esempio Jacques Brel, questo cantante francese, diceva sempre il talento non esiste. La sola cosa che esiste è che devi lavorare e che devi sudare. <ride> e questo è il talento, è questa motivazione a lavorare e a fare qualcosa. È anche vero. <ride> ah, è vero, bellissimo quello che dici. Sì, perché nella musica è l'esperienza di vita che si sente e che si, si passa poi anche all'ascoltatore. Ci si arricchisce in diversi modi, non solo suonando, ma anche bevendo un calice di vino con un amico, chiacchierando sulla musica, oppure leggere un libro, oppure andare a conoscere persone nuove, persone che arrivano un po' da tutto il mondo, conoscere altre culture. E, come dici tu, è importantissimo avere la curiosità, avere questa voglia di fare, voglia di imparare, la motivazione, e sono quelle che poi ti permettono di, come dici tu, andare avanti e spaccare tutti i muri davanti a te, perché tu sai quello che vuoi fare vai in quella direzione lì. Questo è un pensiero bellissimo. 
È vero, ma penso che nella musica, nella fisarmonica, in questo mondo per tornare al nostro strumento, c'è una cosa che qualche volta mi manca un po', perché il repertorio adesso c'è, abbiamo più di 10.000 brani sul ricordo a futuro che conosce anche, per esempio, e lo sappiamo che esistono tante cose, però alla fine che cosa suoniamo sempre? Kusiakov, Solotario F, Angelis e tutto quello, ma... Qualche volta, e lo vedo dai studenti, mancano, manca questa curiosità, questo scambio, questa dimensione anche umana di proprio condividere senza aspettare qualcosa. Vedi, mm. tu fai queste, queste interviste e sono contenta perché è bello, così scopro chi sei anche, vedo un po' e ho visto anche un po' di video e tutto quello, è molto bravo il tuo mondo, mi piace tanto. Quindi Grazie. hai l'invito, sono contenta, dico che okay, è un scambio. E' proprio questa dimensione umana, adesso che il Covid è passato, ma diciamo speriamo un po' che va un po' meglio. Abbiamo le dita incrociate. <ride> sì, speriamo. Um, ho l'impressione che la gente sia ancora più reclusa su, su di stessi e che uscire, andare al concerto, vedere gente, mi sembra che c'è qualcosa magari che sarà rovinato e, e magari passare questo messaggio ai giovani, alla gente, dire ok, eh, attenzione, dobbiamo proprio ritrovare questa dimensione umana proprio di condividere, di vedere, perché tutto per me si fa quando incontri la gente. Non è che mandi una mail a uno che lui non ti conosce e ti dice ok, facciamo qualcosa. Ovviamente funziona anche, però non è la stessa dimensione, che è proprio una cosa che ti affascina perché hai incontrato, hai parlato con la persona, hai scoperto veramente, hai, hai vibrato, hai avuto un'emozione. E questo che è bello. Quindi questo messaggio proprio voglia di portarlo a al mondo ma anche al mondo della fisarmonica perché c'è ancora tanto da fare e di condividere quando fate nuovi pezzi, progetti, tutto quello, fate passare il messaggio. What is your wish for the accordionists and for the accordion world or what do you wish from the accordionists? Maybe as I told before, I appreciate a lot when uh, one accordionist uh, has very clear that he needs also, he or she needs um, protection for the instrument, not also a very, very, very good instrument, but also a very, very, very good protection. So that um, we, we talked before about what is an accessory and how can we also be attached to the accessory. And I, that is, is my wish to be like more conscious about There are a lot of accordions that are much more expensive than a violin, and violinists have a very expensive case, and the accordion is not. And mm -hmm. it's like strange for me. Yeah. Because uh, that, that's strange. We're, we're, we're still very young, we're learning. <laughs> we're we're going to get there. We're done. <laughs> also, because now, <laughs> also now, because I'm thinking about it, you know, when something gets wrong or something breaks with the instrument, um, where do you go? Unless you have somebody who fixes them on the spot uh -huh. in your country, you always need to either fly or drive to Castelfidardo, which is really not near, you know, uh -huh. unless yeah. you live somewhere in the Marche regions or, you know, somewhere mm. in Bologna and so on. But otherwise, you'd need to do hundreds, if not thousands of kilometers to get there. But uh, there are also luthiers for accordion, like maybe in each country, there are people no? who make yes. maintenance. Or... Some, sometimes they do that, but 
you know, it's not like for, it's not that spread as mm -hmm. for, you know, cellos, guitars, violins. Mm. Because you would find almost in every major city someone who can fix something that's wrong with your string instrument. Uh -huh. Doesn't happen with the accordion in the sense uh -huh. that uh, you might have maybe some official partner of the mm -hmm. instrument, but it's still very, how can I put it, family centered, Castelfidardo centered uh, mm -hmm. industry. So mm -hmm. unless you have somebody who has done some workshops or courses or worked for the company for some time, mm -hmm. goes back to his or her own country and sets up a workshop so that they can actually repair the instruments there. Otherwise, it's not very common to find somebody uh -huh. who can actually fix that. And, you know, having a better protection for the instrument actually ensures that the instrument would last longer, mm -hmm. would not break as easily, or would not have need for maintenance and repair so often. So talking about sustainability and environment, you yes. would have to fly once a year or you know the go by car once a year but maybe once every two or three years if it's mm -hmm. taken care of properly so bigger conscience from this this side because you know it's this small things but when you think about it mm -hmm. i'm one accordionist you know so if i you know what happens if i fly once per year but mm -hmm. we're hundreds if hundreds start flying once per year there Again, it's not the same impact as mm -hmm. some other industries, but still, in you know, it's yes, but we have to start uh, somewhere. With, uh, small things we can control yes. because yes. the other things that are out of your control, you can one small step at a time, and you get yeah. you get there, and it's really great. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe same sentences that that I said like. I can, like, yeah, like, I can. I, I could imagine. That's you why can I imagine can. that. Okay, you, you answered. You answered my question before. That so keep an open mind. Experiment. Yeah. Uh, try. You know, think, try. Try to listen uh, to different musics, like um, contemporary music, classical music, everything. Do not be narrow in just classical way of performing or try to even improvise this is the first thing that i will tell him or her uh, to to try to to find the magical world of accordion and beautiful then, you know um most of us let's say we have iphones or phones that they have something to record so record it record your ideas on your instrument and put it in a draft one day you will come back to the, your improvisation. Try to find out different techniques and also study new scores. If you if you find if you have a library or there are lots of PDFs from different composers that they compose. For example, I don't know um, Toshio Hosokawa, for example, great mm -hmm. music he has, or you know different composers. So study the score or Magnus Lindbergh. So if you study, if you study their, um, let's say, notational system and study their and way the, of- And also sound world. And the sound thinking. world, yeah. And you will understand, you, you, you will have better um, connection with your instrument. 
because if you, just, if, if you just have this distance between you and your instrument and just play the notes on classical music, um, it's nice, but, but it's better to have another side of yourself, to find out your, your other, other part of yourself, which is improvising anything you want and record it, and you will, someday you will come back, and also study new scores and try to produce that musical word sound of living composers. Sagen wir so, eine Situation. Sie treffen eine junge Friedrich Lips heute, 15 Jahre alt, ja, eine junge Version von Ihnen. Was, was sind Ihre Gedanken und Wünsche für diese junge Akkordeonist heute? Also es ist ein, nicht eine einfache Frage, weil jeder Mensch, ob er jung ist oder nicht so jung, er hat seine Persönlichkeit und man kann nicht so etwas hart empfehlen. Aber wenn er talentiert ist, er hat ein großes Talent, wenn er wirklich will Musiker werden, da muss man nur unterstützen und helfen und nicht verhindern. Das ist, die Unterstützung ist sehr wichtig, speziell in einer Welt, wo die Businessgesellschaft und die Gesellschaft sagt, du, du musst die Beste sein. Was, was heißt die Beste sein? So, da wird immer jemand, das ist besser, etwas zu machen, das du machst. Was ist wichtig ist, dich 100% sein, so authentisch sein und auf deinem Weg weitergehen und finden die Personen, die unterstützen dich, finden deine, deine Familie, deine zweite Familie, musikalische Familie, wie, wie Herbert hat gesagt früher. Ja. Herbert, was, was sind deine Gedanken? Ja. Ja, also diese Authentizität, das, also das Selbstsein, das ist natürlich das ganz Wichtigste. Und äh, wenn wir schon, also, wir könnten noch viel, viel mehr über Sofia, Sofia Asgatnova, As wie hieß der zweite Name, Friedrich? Sofia Asgatnova. Asgatnova, ja, also wenn wir schon äh, über Sofia Asgatnova gesprochen haben und so weiter, dann, also es, es fällt mir dazu ein, dass sie so eine ähnliche Frage in den 60er Jahren an Shostakovich gestellt hat und wie soll sie weitermachen oder und, und Shostakovich hat äh, Kupetulina den, den Rat gegeben, sie soll sie selbst sein, sie soll ihren Weg weitergehen, der kein einfacher Weg war, natürlich, aber ich denke, das war die Voraussetzung, dass 20 Jahre später, nicht, wir wissen ja nie, was sich alles ändert. Und Herbert, Entschuldigung, eine ein kleine Redaktion. Bitte, bitte. hat gesagt, ich wünsche Sophia für ihn, für euch, sie sollen gehen weiter mit seinem falschen Weg. Mit dem falschen Weg, okay, ja. ja. Ja, aber das war natürlich... Своим неправильным путем. По-русски звучит. Я желаю вам идти дальше вашим неправильным путем. Aber das war die Voraussetzung. 20 Jahre später hat sich die Welt geändert, auch in Russland. Es gab plötzlich Glasnost, Perestroika, es gab Gorbatschow, plötzlich gab es andere Möglichkeiten. Und plötzlich, ja, hat Gube Dulina eben aufgrund all der Arbeit und aufgrund all dieser Entbehrungen und was sie dass sie bereit war, ihren Weg zu gehen, 
Nur deswegen konnte sie dann später diesen Erfolg haben. Und, und das, das wünsche ich letztlich äh, jedem Jungen, dass er bereit ist, seinen Weg zu gehen, nicht den einfachen Weg, sondern das zu tun, wovon er überzeugt ist und die Authentizität, weil ein Künstler kann erfolgreich sein in Zusammenarbeit mit dem Publikum und das Publikum merkt sofort, äh, ja, ist das er selbst oder macht er nur irgendetwas vor oder eigentlich will er nur unser Geld oder irgendetwas anderes, sondern ich bin hier und wenn ihr wollt, mache ich alles für euch. Und diesen, diesen Rat, ich denke, das ist einfach notwendig und weil auf der Bühne, man, ich erzähle ja keine Neuigkeiten, auf der Bühne gibt es keine Lüge, sondern nur die Wahrheit, wie wir alle wissen und äh, mhm. es ist ein hartes Brot, aber wunderschön, nicht wenn alles, alles, diese Wechselwirkung, das ist ja das, was es ausmacht, ja. Ja, ich denke auch, dass die, also diese sind wunderbaren Gedanken und ich denke in heutige Gesellschaft, wo man ist so fixiert mit Perfektionismus und möchte keinen Fehler machen und möchte alles richtig machen, diese falsche Weg, ja, ja weitergehen und sagen, ich, ich habe keine Ahnung, aber mein Gefühl ist, dass ich muss in diese Richtung gehen. Und mein falscher Weg ist der richtige Weg. Ja. Ja. I guess that I, I have this um, maybe the specificity of, of always knowing what I want. So I would, I would ask him or myself, like, is this what you deeply want to do? And I would, I would tell him, like, go. I think it's, it's so important to, to do what we really feel like. Uh, mm -hmm. So I, I, would, I would recommend him to do what he feels like playing and, and doing. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, basically... So be more confident in your kind of gut feelings and not yeah. stay in doubt too much about will it work will it not work like should i do this shouldn't i do this just yeah but uh, i think that the, the the there is always an intuition of things that we feel like doing but we it's also important to 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 relate to the world because all ideas have to be thought a lot because Many ideas are, are bad. We, we just, we have many ideas and it's not because I have an idea that it will work. So sometimes it's always better to, to, to be guided, to read things, to listen to the others, to, to check things. Because sometimes we feel like, oh, I'm the first one who did this, but <laughs> some people did it for 40 years ago. So uh, how, how do we do it? Do, how, how can we be in a, in, in a tradition? Uh, how do we, we relate to the others? Mm -hmm. now, this reminds me of, um, I don't remember which webinar, seminar I've heard from, um, he, he was not an economist, but he was somebody working in the marketing fields and, you know, in, in the sales industry and so on. And he was saying about choices, like make the important choices with your heart, make the small choices with your head. Yeah. So if you buy a house, for example, this house, You shouldn't be thinking, oh, okay, it costs that much. Maybe in 10 years it will cost that much. And then maybe I can make some money off of it. And maybe I can do this. And maybe, you know, like he said, the, the, the house which you want to buy, like the choice which you want to make, 
needs to make you have a feeling that you want to dance and be happy yeah, about it yeah yeah right so also like when you find the person you love or you know you propose marriage it's not like you have to think about it too much like you have yeah. a feeling that it's that person right so the small choices are kind of like what car to buy what insurance to pay and so on yeah. so these are like the smaller one but everyone is different but again like the, the bigger choices with the yeah. heart and the small choices with with your head so yeah you're right and i think that the word uh, happiness that you just told is probably one of the most important thing yeah i came across this this thing uh, I've been doing on Instagram is Inspiration Monday post. Not not as much maybe for the other people that maybe might need a bit of motivation on Monday because for me Monday is always a bit difficult to start the week. But also for me, you know, and I, I don't remember who said, I found this beautiful quote, that success is not the key to happiness. Yeah, happiness yeah. is the key to success. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And it's, yeah. It's really like being happy about your choice and, you know, that will give you the boost to kind of go forward. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. it's true. It's true. Yeah, you just get frustrated, stressed, and you don't really know where you're going with it. So, mm -hmm. Thank you for listening to Everything Accordion. Many of you have asked how you can support the podcast. And I opened a Patreon page, especially for the podcast, where... By becoming a patron, you get access to bonus material, to videos, to transcripts of episodes in languages other than English. You will also get an exclusive invitation to participate in the Discord server of the podcast with different channels where you can interact with other listeners of the podcast and get some really cool things for your support. Thanks again for listening.